0: Welcome to another intriguing episode of All Things Mysterious, the podcast where all the realms of true crime, supernatural, and the unexplained converge. I'm your host, Jordan. I'm Matt. We're ready to plunge into today's fascinating mysteries. Let's dive right in. The deepest mysteries are sometimes the ones we don't believe until we see them for ourselves. Ghosts, apparitions, disembodied voices crying for help, footsteps and doors slamming when you know you're the only person in the building. Paranormal activity is one mystery that here at All Things Mysterious we love to dive into.
1: Me more than you usually.
0: Yeah, we're having opposite day here because I'm doing paranormal and i believe you said you have a true crime episode today true crime ish true crime ish today i have an episode about a haunting for you because what exactly makes spirits stay around sometimes trauma seems enough to bind the spirit and keep it here for eternity
1: i feel like that at work all the time
0: yeah but i hope that when i die i don't get bound to work forever
1: log, I'd be just like Fred.
0: I hope not. That would just be... Maybe that's hell. Maybe that's what hell is. Oh, that's torture. That's torture.
1: I got a theory that you don't actually know that you die. You just live your last day over and over again.
0: Oh, that is torture. I don't want to go to work every single day for the remainder of eternity. over and 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 over. And over. Ugh.
1: A uh, happy thought.
0: No joke. <laughs> All right. Into the case today. The Waverly Hills Sanatorium was originally built as a hospital in 1908 to contain tuberculosis... Wow. Okay. <laughs> that Not one time have I not been able to say this yet, but... Tuberculosis cases on the outskirts of Louisville, Kentucky. It was built there for a couple of reasons. It wasn't in the middle of town where tuberculosis would spread more because it was extremely contagious. And there was a lot of airflow and, like, sunshine. And back then, they really thought that was very healing. People could go and sit on the balconies and, I don't know, heal. They were like, here, look, you have a balcony. You're healed now.
1: And if I, you can just jump off.
0: Yeah, pretty much. They were just like, look, here, healing. Because at that point, honestly, with... Medical stuff that they had back then. When it came to tuberculosis, or you'll hear me refer to it as TB a lot, because frankly, it was a lot of syllables to say, they didn't have a lot of ways to fight it. And once you got it, you were screwed.
1: Yeah, because this was all pre penicillin.
0: It was. That is correct. Anyway, back then, they built this sanatorium and they were like, here you go. Here's all the places we're going to put all the people with TB. And more or less, they can either heal or they can die. Here you go. We're just going to put them all in this building. And it was filled to capacity very quickly. And they had to build more rooms on in 1910. I think at that point, they had another 20 rooms built. Slowly, with the rise of the disease itself, Waverly Hills had to become very self-sufficient. They had their own gardens, their own butcher shop, their own laundry services. They didn't outsource anything that absolutely could not be outsourced because-
1: didn't pe- the doctors and nurses live on site too?
0: I think they had to at that point.
1: Because I think once you went there, you basically lived there.
0: Yeah, it's like Hotel California. Once you checked in, you could never leave. Pretty much, ta-da, there you go. At the end of construction, they could take in about 400 patients at a time. I do think that once you were, like, cured... Because there were people that did actually live through it, which is impressive, to be honest. But there were some people that did manage to live, and they were able to leave if they lived through. But that number was very few. It's possible that the staff didn't live there, but I'm not going to lie to you, I could not find that information. The history is ironically not that easy to find. I found a lot of information on what it used to be and how they ran, but not about the staff itself. In 1943, surprise, they found an antibiotic. Yay. Problem is, Waverly Hills could not get access to it until 1949. I don't know if that's because it was difficult to come across, not sure exactly why, But finally, in 1949, they were able to get access to it. And in June of 1961, Waverly Hills Sanatorium closed down for good. But... Or did they? Or did they, right? The actual sanatorium did. But in 1962, they reopened with a new name and a new purpose. So in 1962, they opened as Woodhaven Geriatric Center, a home for basically elderly people suffering with dementia, people with disabilities, etc. But more problems would arise because it would we would find out pretty quickly in 1982, the government found out that they were abusing their patients and they had a horrible state of their facilities and shut them down. What's <laughs> saying? I'm not laughing. It's just obviously this place just isn't the best place to go. Why are you laughing? Because you're laughing. I'm not laughing. I am okay. not laughing. Full
1: disclosure for everybody. This is the second time recording this episode.
0: Yeah, because you should—you yes. could stop laughing. The entire way through, you could not stop laughing. It was yeah. like he was on laughing gas or something. Yeah,
1: it really was. And I think Jordan was remembering the part that I started laughing about.
0: I was making sure that you weren't going to do it again. Yeah, but I gave you a look to make sure you weren't going to do it.
1: I wasn't going to go into it until you slowed down. <laughs> and then almost started laughing.
0: I was worried about you. Because you were going to do it again. So I glared at you to make sure you weren't going to do it again. I'm not, I'm good now. Okay, I was just checking. I was just checking. Because you seem kind of insane today. Yeah, that's true. I've not ever seen Matt like this, okay? He is not right in the head or something today. I don't even know. So let me tell y'all, this is my episode today. He's recording another one. And I don't know what's going to happen, so it might be a real interesting episode. It might be a train wreck. It might be, but you know what? You guys are going to enjoy it, because it's going to be fun. And
1: I would probably go ahead and go back to the part before I start laughing. We'll cut this part out. That's really the reason I started laughing, is because you slowed down and started to laugh, too. It's
0: fine. Haven was not good to their residents. They were forced to shut down in 1982, Because the government found proof of abuse in their patients and a horrible state of their facilities. Because why, why would you ever treat elderly people or disabilities with respect? Why would you do that? Personally, I think it's pretty bad because in 1982, there weren't a lot of regulations. And if the government shut them down, it had to have been pretty bad.
1: Yeah. But and the fact that the fact that the government even did anything at that time cuz like you said there really wasn't very many regulations back then
0: Exactly if the government shut them down something had to have been pretty wrong at that point Obviously this place started with good intentions but went downhill pretty quickly There's not an actual written death record but Due to the history, people believe up to 60,000 people could have died in the building. Up to. Now, more accurately, record keepers think it's closer to 8,200. Now, there's a huge difference in those numbers.
1: You took my line. That's what I was about to say. So say it. There's a huge difference <laughs> between those numbers.
0: There is. And... That's because when it was used as a hospital, as the sanatorium, they used experiments on patients to see if they could find new ways to save the patients from dying of TB. And I don't think that they kept records of all the people who were actually there.
1: Yeah, why would they keep records of people that they tortured?
0: Exactly. If you don't know how TB works, it generally affects the lungs. It's a respiratory disease. You'll start to feel basically like you've got the flu. You'll get a fever and a cough, and you'll get really tired, and then it'll spread. You'll start to cough harder, and you'll probably cough up blood, and then it'll start spreading to other areas of your body. Now we have antibiotics, and for the most part, antibiotics will Take care of it and you don't have to worry about it.
1: Antibiotics are good to stop the spread.
0: Antibiotics are just amazing in general. Unfortunately, back then, aside from some people who were lucky enough to fight it, it was basically a death sentence. Yeah, back then, unless your body was just like crazy resilient, you just didn't make it. But they were really desperate and they had some crazy ideas to try and save people from TB. And some of those things were really bad because back then they were like, wow, all these people are dying. Let's do some crazy surgeries to save the people. They would insert balloons into your lungs to inflate them because they were like, yeah, look, you can insert a balloon and then they can allow more air inside. And then if you have more air in your lungs, you'll survive. Yeah, doesn't that sound pleasant?
1: Not at all. It
0: does not. That's not even the worst. Yeah, sometimes they would... I can't... I don't even know if I want to say this. Listener discretion is advised. Sometimes they would remove muscles and ribs to allow more room for your lungs to expand. They would just remove them from your body so that you could breathe better.
1: Inserting the balloon in the lungs seems worse to me than that.
0: They removed your l- your ribs. They just removed it. If you even lived from that, a lot of people died from the surgery itself because I keep the time period in mind because it was not exactly sanitary at the time. So I'm sure people died of infection itself.
1: Yeah, still w- the surgery and the pain. I still would rather have a rib removed than a balloon pit in my lung.
0: Ugh, all of it just sounds absolutely terrible. Just terrible, awful, horrible, disgustingness.
1: But that's essentially like when you're put on a ventilator. Not really. Balloon, but yeah. I just I've, I've seen people on ventilators and the fact that they can't actually breathe on their own. That would be like torture for me.
0: It does sound absolutely torturous. But most people did not survive that procedure. The balloons weren't that bad, but the muscle and rib removal was pretty bad, and most people didn't survive that one. It was like a last-ditch effort.
1: I see. I'm still on the vent that the balloon one is the worst one. Yes.
0: Yeah, they both sound really terrible, honestly. They just sound terrible, and so many people died from this. They had a body chute installed so that the remaining patients who were still living would not actually have to see the patients that died get removed.
1: I've still seen I've seen ghost hunting videos Yeah, there. I so want to go there just to see the body shoot.
0: Yeah, I don't get me wrong. If we ever do go ghost hunting and when? actually I was gonna get there and go farther out than just our little area here and get that far, I would actually really like to see that. So we know for sure the conditions weren't good for when it was an elderly folks' home, basically. We don't know exactly what kind of abuse happened. I looked everywhere, and the only thing that I can confirm was the use of electroshock therapy, which seems to be a super common theme back then. Yay.
1: Yeah, I think they tried to electroshock therapy to cure everything back then.
0: Oh yeah, it was a common theme. It'll cure everything. Everything, which I'm sure it was probably for dementia or whatever else. Yeah, we can totally cure that with electroshock therapy. It'll be great. Can't remember that? Shock.
1: There's been times where they tried it for schizophrenia.
0: Depression, Depression. electroshock therapy.
1: Anxiety, electroshock therapy. You stubbed your toe? Electrical shock stru- therapy, <laughs> you got <Tropidonic>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> electroshock therapy. It's
1: almost like they had a discount on electroshock therapy equipment and they just wanted to use it.
0: Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was like the thing back then that was like, this will hear everything, everything.
1: You know, that's why I like when people complain about doctors and big pharma these days look at where we came from.
0: That's entirely true because back then, look at electroshock therapy because I'm pretty sure you could be like, I have an earache. And they'd be like, you know what'll fix that? Electroshock therapy. Six months of it, 17 times a day.
1: Yeah, I I just don't understand why. I can get understand maybe like a disease affecting the brain. But... Like, the fact that they did this for, like, actual viruses and stuff is just, like, what are you thinking?
0: Not using science at all whatsoever is what they were thinking.
1: Yeah. So frustrating.
0: It is. But you know what? Thankfully, for the most part, we have grown as people since then. Like I said, for the most part. (laughs) For the most part. There are some places that have not. But you know what? For the most part.
1: So honestly, when you were talking about, it, yeah, that they came up with a cure on the 43, and, but they weren't able to actually get until 49. My first thought was like, there's people back then, tuberculosis isn't real. It's fake.
0: Probably. God, and they're probably like, that antibiotic stuff, it ain't real. It ain't real. It won't help anything.
1: It's got a tracking device in it.
0: I don't know if they even knew what that was back then, but probably.
1: If they did, they probably would say it.
0: Most likely, but anywho, I'm pretty sure all of this is enough to believe that there's probably a good reason for a bunch of people and spirits to stick around the Waverly Hills Sanatorium.
1: Yeah, this is one thing that I always, late at night when I can't sleep, which is quite often. I'll ponder questions like this. If you were in a location where you risked torture, why would you be spending your afterlife at the same place? Wouldn't you want to spend it somewhere that made you happy?
0: I think they just get stuck there. I don't think it's a choice. I think they just get stuck.
1: That'd be even worse. I mean...
0: I think it's far worse. That or... I think some of them don't know that they've died.
1: But I mean, there's been supposedly instances where people have died at other locations, but they still haunt the prison that they were at or something.
0: Yeah. It's weird. I honestly don't know. There are so many questions.
1: Yeah, obviously. But it's just one thing I always thought about. If you died, I could think of a hundred places I'd want to haunt right now.
0: That's a lot of places.
1: Honestly, I'd probably haunt my house just so I could mess with my girls. Scare them. Naturally. I'd want a hot Walmart.
0: Why in the world would you want to haunt Walmart?
1: Because it'd be funny to scare people.
0: Oh my God. They're not even open overnight.
1: I know. It's
0: really disappointing. I miss 24-7 Walmart.
1: I do too. I, I love shopping at night. One, there wasn't many people in there. But two, the people that were in there, just... oh my God. I thought I was a train wreck. Samesies. <laughs> If you ever feel bad about yourself, all you had to do is go to Walmart at 2 o'clock in the morning, you'd see some great people.
0: Yeah, it's true. It's
1: true. At least took that away from us. Like.
0: I know. Very disappointing.
1: It really is. I miss it. Nostalgia.
0: I know. Anyway, since they closed down, the property exchanged hands to a new owner, and it has been... Basically a tourist attraction. And you can go experience a real life haunting. Let's go. Sure. Do you have a thousand dollars?
1: So how much they charge?
0: Something like that. Are you kidding me? I don't know. It was something like that.
1: I'm looking that up now.
0: It was expensive. I think you can go alone for a lot more, like a thousand or something. It was expensive. Okay. Also travel fees.
1: It's Kentucky. Kentucky's not that far from Missouri.
0: It's far enough for me. But anywho, people say that you can still smell food from the kitchen, see a man in a chef's coat, and see the kitchen door swinging. A little girl is often seen running up and down the third floor. There is supposedly a woman with bleeding wrists that cries for help. Which really kind of freaks me out just a little bit, because if we go and I see that, sorry, nope, I'm done. No. 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 For the most part, if I see any of this, I'm gone. But that is a straight up no, I'm out. Get me out. No. She just needs
1: help. You want to help her? No. Actually, come on. I know you.
0: Do <laughs> I have a bleeding card? Yes, but that's terrifying.
1: You, and I'm sorry, but sometimes you're oblivious to what's around you. So you'd hear someone asking for help. it'd probably take you about five minutes to realize that it was a ghost.
0: That's entirely fair. That's a solid possibility. I'd just be like, what do you need? What? Oh, God.
1: You'll be talking to her. Yeah, how can I help you as you're scrolling on your phone? (laughs) Yeah, I'll help you.
0: Just a minute. (laughs) Anyway, doors will slam closed. Lights will show in the windows as if it's still open. There's not really electricity. And you can hear footsteps through the residence as you make your way through the building. But it seems like one room is where a lot of the action happens, and that's room 502. The number? You don't even know. You don't even know. You're making that up.
1: I (laughs) am. It sounded good.
0: Disembodied voices, shapes moving in the windows, and supposedly people have jumped to their death from that very window. Not only did a nurse take her life by hanging in that room, tired of the death that she was surrounded by.
1: Hold on, I know this story. At least I've heard a different version of this one.
0: Another nurse was either pushed to her death from a nearby patio or jumped from the one right next to room 502, leading this room to have extra paranormal activity.
1: Yeah, because there, there's rumors that the nurse had jumped, was pregnant... With the doctor, and the doctor didn't want anybody to know, so he pushed her off the ledge.
0: Yeah, there's all sorts of different weird rumors on that one.
1: Well, um, and then the nurse that hung herself was I, in one story that I heard they were tied together. The doctor had an affair with both nurses.
0: See, there were like 82 different stories, and I was not going to throw eight, yeah, really a million different stories in there. But yeah, there was, and they're probably all bullshit, honestly. But most likely, it's all for I'm going to say theatrics. Because a lot of it might be, and some of it might be truth. You never know. A lot of rumors begin with truth. But you never know. And here's where the fun stuff happens. A lot of the times, it's not just things that you see that happen at Waverly Hills. The ghosts will throw things in Waverly Hills. People are often struck or scratched by nothing you can see with your eyes. A boy will sometimes roll a ball with you back and forth.
1: Yeah, I've seen this before.
0: Yeah, that's terrifying. No, thank you. Just the fact that it's a boy, though, that breaks my heart. A little boy.
1: There's one specific YouTube video that I'm thinking of.
0: Yeah, a little boy with a little leather ball.
1: Yeah, there's a little blue ball.
0: Yeah, there's like a... They say it was like a leather ball and then they moved it to the blue one and it's, yeah. Yeah. They have a bunch of different ones, but...
1: There's specific ghost heads.
0: I think they call him Timmy. <laughs> Yeah, but he'll roll the ball back and forth with you and like, that breaks my heart.
1: Honestly, I don't know how much I can mention from other videos and stuff online. Fair. But yeah, there's a very popular ghost hunting show on YouTube who two people just spun their own YouTube channel off that they had this episode on there and pretty interesting, especially the TV one. It freaks me out
0: the person that I got this video idea from had his own personal experiences. And he had a child, like a ghost of a child, just follow him around the entire thing. And you know what? That's, I'm good.
1: I don't know I can think when it's a child it's a demon. It seems like every time it always is.
0: In some cases, yes, but think of how many kids probably got TB and just died so young. Hmm. Because part of the time, they're just not going to have that immune system that a lot of adults do, and it's just incredibly sad. It's incredibly sad, and it's not something that, it it would break my heart, but it would also terrify the living shit.
1: But think about all the hauntings that involve children, right? yeah most all you. of them are most likely demons the sally house that, that's the one that's pretty pretty close to us that comes to mind it's close to us where's that not it's not close but oh it's in atchison kansas
0: oh, okay that's not yeah that's not that far
1: but it has a little girl who's supposedly haunting it that's most mm-hmm. likely a demon
0: oh well, we're not going there thanks
1: Gus, surprise for you.
0: No. We're not going. I'm putting my foot down. Demons are a no-go.
1: I've already talked to your boss and approved your vacation.
0: You're my boss. I know. No. (laughs) No. This place is... It's got a super dark history and obviously pretty dang haunted a lot of people go to visit this place and see exactly how haunted it is.
1: I really want to go here.
0: I figured that would be your reaction. Do I really want to go? No. Would I go if you forced me to go? Probably. Would I run screaming? Yes.
1: There's about a dozen places on my my list of haunted places I want to go. And that's definitely one of them. It's Queen Mary, the Winchester House,
0: I would definitely go to the Winchester house. I just want to see it.
1: I do too. The Sally house. I'd like to go to Amityville too. I think that'd be cool. That's all I can think about. <laughs> <laughs> but I would like to go to the San too. And there's a bunch of prisons I'd like to go to. Ooh, that one in Springfield. That's the one we need to start with.
0: That would actually be a really good start.
1: Yeah, because that's not too far and it's supposed to be really good. And then we still got to do the spook light one.
0: That would also be a good start.
1: Yeah, that'd be a little boring, though.
0: Maybe a little boring for you. I'm still terrified. I'm the biggest wimp ever. I'm aware of this. Okay, I'm aware. I'm the biggest wimp ever.
1: That's what makes the content good, though. I
0: know. I'm aware.
1: And you could have brought this on yourself, by the way.
0: I am aware, but I wanted to do something different. (laughs) I wanted to do something different than what I usually do, and I did. I did a haunting for once. Proud of you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Last time I'll ever say.
0: <laughs> Excellent.
1: What is is at the end of it.
0: The history of Waverly Hills is a dark history of trauma that kept the spirits trapped inside the walls of this hospital of death. Now it's a place people can go to visit and experience a true haunting. A real paranormal experience complete with apparitions disembodied voices, and scratches by entities you cannot see. The Waverly Hills Sanatorium is truly a place that makes you believe the paranormal does exist. True that. Thank you for joining us on this journey through all things mysterious. Your engagement is what makes this so rewarding. If you've enjoyed uncovering these mysteries with us, please show your support by liking, subscribing, and following us on your favorite listening platform. For more intriguing content and ways to stay connected, don't forget to check check us out on our links in the description below. Your involvement is the key to unlocking more thrilling mysteries.
1: As always, we keep you guessing.